Hey everyone, it's Ewan. Uh, welcome back to the weekly running recipe. This is episode three. Uh, it's taken me a couple of weeks, at least, shall we say, it's generous, it's been more than that, to come back to uh, the habit of this podcast. I've kind of been looking forward to it, but I've been thinking, or trying to think quite hard about what I can talk about. Um, Thank you to everybody who's been kind enough to provide me with some feedback. Uh, on the first two episodes, really enjoying the practice of thinking about um, how I can talk about food and how I can think about food and running. So episode one, we kicked off. Uh, we talked about the spinach pie, uh, which I actually cooked my household last night actually in episode two we moved on to talk about the protein shake uh the secret weapon i guess for um well not only runners but anybody who needs to find an efficient way of getting fuel into themselves uh pre and post uh, intensive exercise so this week I'm back, uh, still here in Melbourne. Uh, it's May, it's getting a lot colder. Uh, the runs in the morning are a bit darker. Um, and in terms of where I'm at on my running journey, um, I have the Gold Coast Marathon coming up in six weeks at the end of June. So it's kind of uh, crazy to think about that. I'll be running in heat and humidity uh, for that race whilst we go through a bit of a cold snap here from Melbourne. So yeah, I've been trying to think about um, how I wanted to talk about or what I wanted to talk about in this episode without overthinking it or overcooking it. Hashtag dad joke. And I was probably trying to think about um, it's still, I guess, my my journey with food, uh, and maybe some of the things I've been doing that have made it easier for me to maintain a healthier relationship with food, uh, in conjunction with the training load as that increases for me because it's it's been getting up there. Um, the weekly runs or the weekly long runs are all. Uh, uh, at least 30k the last three weekends in a row um, either with the Evolve team or by myself and that's meant more so than other uh, more more kind of so than um, in the other kind of part of the year and uh, this part of the training blocks where really I've really got to be building up um, those fuel reserves and that energy and I'm uh, ashamed to admit, but I still have some not altogether effective habits with regards to getting those calories into my body. Um, I actually wanted to call, uh, well, I guess this episode is actually called Midnight Granola. And um, because of, hopefully it's not just me, but my habit of, although I can, you know, definitely confirm that I have a decent sized meal I sit down every night um, with the people in my house with my children and cook a good meal 
Um, there's absolutely no doubt by, by the time maybe just close to bedtime rolls around. Uh, I'm getting hunger pangs again. And when I look at, you know, the calories they've actually put in um, using using the uh, the calorie tracker, the, the app that I spoke about in the last episode that I use in conjunction with Garmin Connect, I'm still not getting enough calories into my body. So I've actually been of a long-standing habit has been a big bowl of uh, my favorite apple crumble flavored granola. Usually, and look, this isn't a recipe, but <laughs> I do put some thought into it. Usually with A, at least two spoonfuls of my favorite Yona natural Greek yogurt. Why that yogurt? Uh, well, uh, it's got the best bacteria in it. And it's just damn good. And then if I can, I'll go with a splash of milk. Don't want to be a hippie about it, but normally that's kind of going to be an almond almond milk just for, I guess, the flavouring. Uh, also because it's easier on my stomach. Then maybe some frozen fruits. So I'll say one bowl, but normally it's like one to one and a half bowls of that food that I'm getting in there. So I don't know necessarily that <laughs> snacking of that type is um, bad for you or unhealthy. Um, I guess if I'm training at the volume that um, I train at, and I guess you guys might feel the same if you're up there doing you know, 90 to 100, 100 plus Ks a week. I think getting the fuel in any way you can is probably okay. Um, but also as long as you're meeting your other goals like sleeping, um, sleeping's a big one, but also just, you know, not eating something that's going to make you feel bad the next morning, because, you know, again, being perfectly transparent, I'll get up early in the morning and usually run as well, so I've kind of got to be ready to go, I actually saw and had read a couple of really interesting articles, one of them was in Runner's World recently, it was a uh, Running Myths Busted article, um, and one of those um, myths was um, that you shouldn't eat late at night, uh, and that you shouldn't over snack or double dinner, whatever you call it. Um, for me, that was an interesting one because it's it's always been a habit of mine. Just to, I guess, especially since I stopped drinking, um, it's always been a habit of mine just to at least have a snack or a second snack later in the day or after dinner um and that applies all the more importantly after or before a long run on the weekend so yeah midnight granola would be um tip number one for those of you who are trying to avoid you know maybe the bar of chocolate or the big tub of ice cream although i will note that the peanut butter ice cream has recently made a comeback to our freezer the other two great tips that I wanted to share that I think are just really good for, well, for me, but look, for runners, um, number two, uh, my daughter and I have been really enjoying making our own fresh juice together um, of late. That's been a, a new habit that 
I feel like we've introduced into the household. Uh, we're really fortunate here in our little balaclava house to have access to a fantastic juicing machine. Uh, the person who's juicer that is you know who you are thank you so much for letting us use that um my daughter and i will normally make a pretty good concoction uh the weekend we did beetroot ginger a little bit of carrot and that was just a beautiful beautiful juice a really good way of getting um again energy in uh, boosting your immune system, especially this time of year down in the southern hemisphere when it's colder. Just lots and lots of really good fruit. Yesterday was, again, another opportunity for me just to try out my juicing skills. And actually, uh, very lucky we live in a neighborhood with lots of fruit trees. Uh, one of our neighbours had left a big, big, big-ass bag of uh, fresh oranges outside their driveway just for people to take, probably excess on the weekend. So grab some of those. And um, also some grapefruit from the grapefruit tree that grows two doors down. That's right. I am incredibly lucky to have all of these fruit trees in my backyard. I threw together an orange and grapefruit juice as well. So my way of thinking, as you probably gather, is just to try and at least practice healthy thinking around how I can get good nutrition and good habits going around thinking about food. Um, pre and post running and juice are really good one just to have to hand there. So that was before my, my big long run yesterday. I'll, I'll, I'll own up and say that yesterday I actually took a mental health day. Uh, decided to kind of stay home, uh, took my friend to the gym and um, threw down a lunch, had some sushi at lunchtime, which was good uh, because we were out together. So again, just eating with other people, there's another great tip for you. If you struggle with that, find ways to share your food with people. Uh, we went out and got some nori rolls from our local sushi bar. And that kind of set me up to take a nice long, uh, I did 18Ks down to uh, Green Point, which is a really sweet part of the coastline down on the Melbourne Bay Trail down here in Port Phillip. And uh, felt pretty fueled, kind of cracked along at a decent pace. Although I had been to the gym, so the arms were a bit sore. And came back, and um, by the time I got back, guess what? Thinking about food again. Midnight granola ticking away in my head. I kind of wanted to do something a little bit different. And again, this is just where the creativity piece comes into thinking about food. If you're a runner, there's so many options you can have. Um, I still had some of these oranges left over. And um, had this idea in my head, I needed to make a cake. So the recipe was, and this is kind of what I'm going to finish off with today. I want to share with you my uh, really, really piss easy recipe for an orange and almond cake. First thing you need to do though is a little bit of preparation up front. You need to boil the absolute heck out of at least three or four good sized oranges for at least two hours. Uh, reason you need to boil your oranges 
rather than just throwing straight in to your cake mix with first chopping them you've got to blitz them you've got to put them in a food processor but you need to boil them and that's just to take the bitterness out of the citrus fruit so you do that boil your oranges and then from there it's easy uh, you get a bag of almond meal uh, if you've got one of your little nutri bullets going you just throw your boiled oranges in uh, or chop them up really roughly with your almond meal five eggs uh, maybe a couple of cups of white sugar don't need bar. Um, I had some walnuts going, so I threw uh, my walnuts into my Nutri Bullet and blitzed them as well. And that gave me this beautiful, beautiful kind of orangey, nutty uh, mixture. I put into the oven at 160 degrees uh, for an hour. And I'll be perfectly frank with you, last night I didn't need my midnight granola um, after I'd had. Uh, after I'd had my spinach pie, which isn't all I eat. I do have other things for my dinner. Um, had uh, probably at least half of the cake I'd made. This beautiful orange, walnut and almond cake. It's really simple to make. I promise you could actually just Google that kind of recipe and there's all kinds of generic variations available on it. So that's almost the end of what I wanted to talk about this week. Probably just, you know, the idea of snacking around running and uh, how to try and build in healthier habits around snacking and your your running training because I think it's okay to to snack periodically as long as you're getting the protein and carbs from, you know, some decent-sized meals during the day in some shape or form as well. Um, and I think I want to leave you today just with the other... I think a really cool habit that I realised definitely helps is that I'm um, eating with other people. So my running group, uh, Evolve, uh, which is coached by Dion Finicario. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, so Dion started organising kind of monthly uh, curry nights or kind of just dinner nights out for the team uh, recently. I'm normally a pretty shy person in terms of big social kind of events, but made the effort to go along after uh, a Tuesday night, or maybe it was a Thursday night, I think it was a Tuesday night training session recently, just sat down with five of the guys, Baden, Forrest, John, Dion, and enjoyed a really lovely meal, um, just conversation about running, and again, just kind of made me think, A, how much I enjoy my running, but B, how much I enjoy good food to fuel my performance Guys, that's, I think, as much as I wanted to share this week. A little bit scattered, maybe, in terms of um, some of the ideas I wanted to talk about. Again, it's always just that journey with food and running, trying to keep it consistent for me, trying to feel uh, healthy in my approach to what I put in my body. I uh, hope you have a great week training, and uh, see you on the next episode. Well, have hopefully some more great ideas around food to share for you.